0: You're listening to the Irish take on the Great British Bake Off with me, Paddy Courtney, and Louise Lennox. It's the Hollywood handshake. <laughs> She's that chef from the telly who's always up for a laugh and I'm an actor screenwriter and full confession here I've never baked a cake or a loaf of bread Oh no Not even during lockdown
1: Not even during lockdown What were you doing? Oh my gosh And with that big reveal let us tell you about our new podcast The Irish Take on the Great British Bake Off
0: Every week we'll bring you our tuppens worth on last night's episode of The Bake Off
1: as well as us chatting about all things Bake Off from contestants to the hosts and to those fun weekly challenges they all face in the tent And hopefully have a bit of crack along the way. Sticking to every bit of my mouth. a bon appétit.
0: <laughs> All slowly sabotaged <laughs> I
1: delicious. Cappuccino. Can you say cappuccino, cappuccino
0: one more time? <laughs> Welcome to the Great British Bake Off.
1: Hi folks, this week was bread week in the tent. Paddy, what were your standout moments from the show?
0: Well, we had our first Hollywood handshake. Hallelujah. Jürgen proved to be human after all. And the comedy is still not funny.
1: So the signature challenge, what did you think of the focaccia bread? Have you heard of it before, Patty uh,
0: Yes, I have. I just love saying it as a child. It was one of those words that you could say without getting into trouble. Mom, I want focaccia, please. <laughs> did you have that in the 80s? Really? Of course I didn't have it in the <laughs> 80s. I had Johnston Mooney and O'Brien sliced <laughs> pan. That's what I had. But tell us, focaccia, I... I'm not sure I like it, but I loved what they did tonight. Is it an easy one to make?
1: I think it's easy to make. Um, It would be a lot more wet dough than most people would make with bread. So it seems like you're doing the, the recipe wrong, essentially, because you do need more... Um, liquid in it and that's where George didn't put in all the liquid he was supposed to put into it and even Paul questioned that and George was quick enough because from George, from Paul questioning it then he went and made it again and he was clever he goes I'm going to make them bake them both and then I'm going to see which one looks the best or as I was thinking probably just looks like Juergen's bread. Um, I was
0: hoping that he would actually say when he said uh, I'm going to bake two and when he actually delivered it to Paul Hollywood I was hoping he was going to say yeah that was the one with the least amount of water in it but um, unfortunately he didn't uh, but he was right to do it fair play to him
1: that would have been so much fun he should have just lied even if it was <laughs> the wrong one he should have said it just to watch exactly. that smirk <laughs> explode from his face um, but when you make for catchup, my favourite part about it so it's a really soft dough and you would have seen the contestants tonight you have to put your hands in all the way down to the bottom to dimple it and um, I think it was Maggie or was it Amanda that said it's like they're cash uh, does with their paws oh, yeah. you know walking back and forth um, but that feeling of making focaccia when you're touching it putting your fingers in it's actually very infectious it's my favourite part of making that dough um, it's kind of like I don't know like getting a massage very relaxing um,
0: I'm going to make a list now okay for the end of the, the, our, our final episode there I'm going to make a list of things that we need to do and I think you've got to make focaccia so it's, it's either you become um, a trained masseuse or you're a baker of focaccia so that's 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 something we've got to do for our, our final episode, right?
1: But we need to do it together because you actually need to feel the focaccia, like dimpling it with your f- yeah. with your fingers. That's, that's
0: why I'm suggesting it I want to I want to watch the bake off while you massage me and uh, but just treat me like a focaccia bread and just stuff me full of olives and all sorts of other things that they do have do you know what
1: you could do Paddy you could just do it with your toes you might see what like toe focaccia is like as opposed to finger focaccia and I'll film it I'm There's sure that's no, a pleasure somewhere in the world there is
0: nobody <laughs> ever needs to see my focaccia toes okay just leave that out
1: just make sure you've cut your nails <laughs> So tell
0: me, who <laughs> do you know what I loved about this one is that Juergen uh, said immediately like, what, What you know, what did you make? Yeah, Kipper Caccia. And I like, Kipper I knew he was not going to win this. There's no way that like fish and boiled eggs on a, a focaccia was going to work at all. And everyone's like, oh, are you're, you're, you're ruining it, man. You're ruining it.
1: It sounded disgusting. Like it really yes. did. And it was one of those combinations of flavors where I was thinking Jürgen just didn't want to make a phone call this week because it was too much pressure <laughs> the previous two weeks so he deliberately wanted to just take a back seat
0: and he ran out of credit
1: there was also a little bit of uh italy versus the greeks because you know what paddy they do think in originally that focaccia was actually developed in ancient greece so um there was a little bit of pressure on george as well for the focaccia but the beauty about this is they stuff it with loads of flavors and that's why i love focaccia because you don't just get bread but you get it soaked in delicious flavors
0: could you do jam and cream in a focaccia am i pushing it too far
1: Yeah, that's just weird, Patty. I mean, (laughs) just make a cake. (laughs) Don't bother with bread. But Lizzie, Lizzie just makes me smile. So she's my official favourite contestant. Do I think she's going to win? Not a chance. I think Noel's got a soft spot for her. But what I love are just her quotes. We should have like a quote of the week. Um, Because she just looks at the bread and she goes, you just don't know what bread's thinking. And I'm kind (laughs) of going, I actually never thought what bread's thinking. And then Noel's like, I won't be eaten or baked in the oven. But you know that she's not doing this on purpose. She's not trying. She just is naturally ditzy in a lovely way and just comes out with these hilarious sayings without realising she's being funny. She should actually do the comedy in this show.
0: I totally agree. Champagne and carbs. Wasn't that, uh, that was our hit from when her family goes to uh, the Grand National every year. Champagne and carbs. (laughs) Brilliant. Brilliant. So can I just ask you then, before we, we wrap up on the Signature yeah. Challenge, what would you put into your focaccia? If there, Like there was a total across the world array of gorgeous ingredients there. What would your favourite ingredients to spice up a Louise focaccia?
1: See, it's hard, Paddy. It depends if I'm hungover or not. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> well, if I'm not hungover. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not hungover. I love... Semi-sun-dried tomatoes, not the vinegar ones that you can get some places that are disgusting that come in a jar. The ones that are marinated with herbs and garlic. I I actually do make focaccia. Did I mention that? Um, I put in... The semi-sun-dried tomatoes, I put in some fresh rosemary chopped into it. I think that gives it a gorgeous flavor. I put in a little bit of garlic, not too much because it would overpower it. And I put in um, pockets of pesto and then some grated um, Parmesan cheese, but like thick, thick, thick shards of it not the skinny bits that you wouldn't see oh Love
0: Jesus it. will you stop right okay we're recording this right after bagel and like, it's too late to be eating carbs and champagne right I'm starving I'm going I want you to make that for, for week 10 if you don't mind
1: there was one weird ingredient I have to tell you Christelle roasted grapes. I mean, why would you put roasted grapes in forcacha? I mean, just let them dry out and put in raisins. Why roast them? They, oh, they all fell off as well. Oh, see- I've
0: got to disagree with you there. I'm sorry. I, as oh. soon as you said it, I loved it. Um, and, and by accident, I'm going to show off now, while I was away on holidays uh, during the summer, I was in Greece and we left out some grapes on the balcony and they were kind of roasted by the sun. I don't like sultanas or whatever they turn into later on. And I was eating feta cheese and sun-dried grapes and they were delicious. And so when she was making it, I just went, OK, thanks very much. And also, again, I kind of like I'm with Paul in this one as well. I fancy Crystal. So all the way through the show, he, he, he give any excuse to say your bakes are lovely. And the eye contact he's given her this week is, um, go creepy Paul, I'm with you all the way and you're fancying of Crystal. So yeah, I, I have to disagree. I love the old fried grapes and feta cheese.
1: I'm never going to have go to your house for breakfast, <laughs> lunch or dinner.
0: OK, right. So OK, then let's us move on to the technical challenge then. What what do they have to make up for this?
1: Well, I think Nell called it a tricky, sticky challenge. I'm let <laughs> they making sticky toffee pudding bread or something? No, it was ciabatta bread. Another Italian bread. No stress on poor Giuseppe, but he did tell everyone that he'd never made it before. So um, they had to make um, olive and cheese ciabatta breadsticks. And these aren't the type that you open in a packet and they're around the size of your middle finger. They actually are huge, big ciabatta. I've never seen breadsticks so big in my life, to be honest with you. Um, So, and they had to to give these with a tzatziki dip, um, which is a cucumber and yogurt dip. Isn't that Greek though? Isn't tzatziki Greek? Yeah. So pressure on George. Yeah. So they were kind of mixing the Italian and the
0: Greek thing again. Like it's just sort of a, we're looking at you, George. We're looking at you, Giuseppe.
1: Fight, 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 fight. Big time. And both of them knew that they had to perform for their countries. Keep those flags.
0: So with Giuseppe, though, I think he's in a lot of trouble when he gets home because like he ratted out his mom for not baking her own bread because somebody asked him like, you know, oh, your mom probably made this back in the day. No, no, she buys her own bread. And then later on, he goes, yeah, she eats too much bread. Giuseppe can never (laughs) go home again. Like, you know, (laughs) Giuseppe, he's from Italy. He should know Giuseppe is going to be sleeping with the fishes soon. And I know it was bread week, but like, you know, he's going to end up brown bread if he keeps slagging his mouth like this.
1: But they don't know what the bake-off is. is that what he said? He, he rang them and told them how well he did on the technical challenge and on the signature challenge. And then his grandma goes, well, what's the bake-off? It's like gorgeous. <laughs> Didn't <laughs> you know, go, hi oh, yeah, so I'm going to be away for a couple of weeks. Every weekend, I'm going to be busy. Mightn't be able to FaceTime your grandma. <laughs> I'm going on this massive show global success.
0: She's just worried and going like, oh, my beautiful Giuseppe, are you still using the hair oil I sent you? No, mama. Olive oil. I've nice, <laughs> I like that nice, greasy, wet look that just... You'd think his hair would snap and break something like some of those breadsticks.
1: His hair scares me. It's kind of like a Brillo pad.
0: <laughs> he looks like that mad guy from, um, what was it? <laughs> Harry Potter. Anyway, go on.
1: So, Lizzie, I just like... Somebody's watching this and... Lizzie's, so they're making the breads, the bread's approved, so they have to give them something to do. So, like, oh, look, make a dip. And um, the dip wasn't hard to make. I mean, it's cucumber, de seed it and grate it. But then Lizzie's um, looking at the cucumber and she just can't understand why you would grate a cucumber. And she's, cause she says, um, all she used to do with a cucumber was put a condom on it and skill. <laughs> it like, she never just had like a slice of cucumber randomly during the day in her life.
0: Well, lucky her having it in school. We had to watch the Late Late Show to watch Gay Byrne put a condom onto a banana. That was the time for Mammy and Daddy to get to bed. Oh, I never, ever want to eat bananas again. Never.
1: <laughs> a banana. <laughs> yes,
0: I'm still scarred by that. And then all the time listening to people eating bana- or making banana bread during lockdown, I went, did nobody see the Late Late Show? Lads, seriously.
1: Did they actually demonstrate that?
0: Gay Byrne did. Nice and slow, big close up. Dennis, can I get a close up there on uh, camera two? Watch how I put a condom on a banana, and then just—I remember my folks just went right bed now. Okay, we're going off topic. Let's go back to bread. Okay,
1: so with this technical challenge, Prue had said that she'd. Some of them look like snakes, odd shapes, pale. Um, But overall, they didn't do too badly. Now, poor Ashika, hers were raw. Um, Christelle didn't do too good And Paul even said Like what were you thinking Um poor contestants All of them Because they get cryptic messages And one of them even held up The piece of paper that they're given And one of them had like Bake. bake, there's no time <laughs> yeah. prove. So I think, fair enough, what are you thinking? If there's proper instructions and a method that you can follow, which you didn't, but they don't have anything. So they weren't thinking. Isn't that purposely from Paul,
0: though? Every time he just kind of give one word um, uh, suggestions of how to make their uh, technical challenge. And I saw ba- you, you knew it was a Paul challenge this week and he's just uh, he's trying to catch them out. But to be fair, it is Bake Off. You put yourself forward. So um, if you can't stand the heat, move to Iceland. <laughs> you got the Irish cream, you got the coffee, and you got the chocolate, and you got the hazelnut. I think it's delicious.
1: Well done, Rashika.
0: Ingenious. You have a lot of moving parts.
1: You can play with it. Look. Oh, oh, oh no! <laughs>
0: so you've broken it on the first go.
1: Well, poor Rashika, because do you know what she said? She goes, she's rubbish at technicals, and she just doesn't understand them. And I was thinking no one understands them because there's nothing to understand. I do feel, though, with this, it was anyone's game, really. Then uh, one of the contestants referred to it as when they had to present their breadsticks that they were playing breadstick Jenga. I think that was Lizzie that said that. But it was it was one of those technical challenges. There wasn't much jeopardy, Paddy. What do you think?
0: No, but like, I was wondering as well, because again, I go back to you're making Ciabatta breadsticks with tzatziki. Yeah, again, see, I was happy when Jarzinho left last week that I didn't have to mention his name anymore. I even got that right. I can't say tzatziki.
1: Noah's wearing a Where's Wally jumper, so red and white stripes. And then throughout it, just to give a bit of comedy, he put on the glasses and the hat and kind of gave Frey a little fright Um, it did actually make me laugh out loud so that was one bit of comedy to make but surprisingly Giuseppe who has never made Ciabatta before became the first in that technical challenge so good for him
0: even Paul did a funny he asked Vampire Noel to taste the garlic and uh, he just uh, he shied away from it so forget where's Wally where's the comedy even if Paul's being funny we know we're in trouble So that was our technical challenge done and dusted so we're going to take a quick break now but there's still a lot more to come such as Jurgen baking a baby We'll be back shortly You're listening to The Irish Take on The Great British Bake Off with me Paddy Courtney and Louise Lennox You're listening to The Irish Take on The Great British Bake Off with me Paddy Courtney and Louise Lennox you're all very welcome back. And finally, we have the showstopper, Louise.
1: Well, before we discuss that, I have to tell you, Patty, because I know you're a novice to this show, but Paul Hollywood would be nowhere without bread because when they started the Bake Off, do you know he wasn't even supposed to be the judge on this? They hadn't banked on having two judges. They were only going to have Mary Berry. And they offered her the job And she said that she would take it, but she said she didn't feel confident judging bread because she wasn't a baker. And she said she just didn't know much about that side of the contest. So she wanted to be teamed up with somebody that was a baker and knew bread inside out. And thankfully to Paul, he did um, a few rehearsals and a few screen tests and he was paired up with Mary Berry. They had that chemistry and the rest is history. So bread really is... His, his saving grace for uh, worldwide success uh, from the back of this show. Well,
0: they did call him the breadfather, didn't they? Which I think was uh, a saving grace, saving moment of comedy. Yeah, they called uh, Paul Hollywood the breadfather. I didn't actually know that about him. So thank you. Nice little tidbit there. So what did you make of the showstopper then?
1: The showstopper, milk bread. Um, I wasn't expecting that.
0: Sorry, Louise, but what is milk bread? Oh my God. It's just When I hear milk bread, I just think of... <sighs> what you used to do years ago as a kid you just if you get um, stale bread and pour milk on it and put it in a pan is that a so thing or is that just my family
1: I never family? did
0: that okay. Clearly.
1: Okay. Clearly. I'll,
0: I'll shut up you tell me what milk bread is then <laughs>
1: We need to get some 80s music into this show tonight, Paddy, because it's like you're going down this nostalgic route of food that I never ate because I had more ingredients than you did in the 80s. Um, no, I never fried stale bread with milk that might curdle on a pan. That sounds disgusting. Um, uh, milk bread. When I actually started my, my pastry training, that was the first bread I learned how to make. Would you believe it or not? Ooh. Um, So I just thought that all bread was made of milk until I learned all the other 75 million different breads that I would have made in college. Um, so you literally swap out what you would have for water, for the liquid, and you put in milk. But it makes a really soft dough. Um, and the bread is very, very soft to actually bite into. So you don't have this crispy top of bread it's much much softer in texture and um, really light and they'd have a very slight sweetness to it and um, you do need to bake it at a lower temperature um, and this is where I thought the challenge was interesting tonight because a lot of people are used to making bread they put it in a really high temperature in an oven so you needed the opposite for this but not only did they have to make this beautiful milk bread display they had to make them 3D again more sculpting engineering and really pushing them out of their comfort zone so
0: make- Milk bread just sounds... It's kind of like there's a lot of sugar in there. So it's kind of sweet then. Would it be right, Lou?
1: Slightly sweet, yeah. Um, not that you would notice it like being ridiculously sweet you don't add in lots of sugar but it would definitely be the sweeter of the savoury breads if that makes any sense to you, Patty.
0: But I can't believe just right from the start and this thing has been wrecking my head for the last couple of weeks Jürgen has reminded me of a couple of people and I saw online somebody suggested that he looked like Joe Dolan the famous uh, singer oh, from yeah. Mullingar he looked like him but uh, somebody else had said to me he reminds me of that famous German cannibal Armin Muse uh, Google him You've Got to Google this guy. He advertised okay. on the internet back in 2001 for someone to come and join him for dinner. So they did, and he ate them. You're joking. And they voluntarily put themselves forward to be eaten by this guy, Armin Muse. And I just thought, oh my God, that's who Jurgen reminds me of. So then tonight, it was it just came to me then when he saw, oh, Jurgen's going to bake a baby. I said, oh my God, is he
1: related? Did he get arrested after that?
0: Oh, of course. He's in jail now. He's just, <laughs> yeah, he's on three square meals a day and <laughs> just prisoners from the different wings.
1: That's mad.
0: But yes, I don't. Okay, just in case we get sued, Jurgen is not a cannibal. He just baked a milk bread baby, not an actual bun in the oven.
1: So it's made from yeast and flour, everyone. Yeast and flour. His <laughs> His baby, I mean, I, yeah, When he was explaining his, his reason for coming up with the baby, I was still kind of going, it's still a bit random and mad. Nope. But I thought it was funny when he's making his... Baby bread, because um, all you could hear was like thump, thump, and he was working the dough. And he just (laughs) cuts back to him and goes, What can I do? It's my style. And he's putting everyone off. I was like, That's clever. Because in the competition, what you want to do is distract all of your teammates that you think might be getting a little bit of uh, the upper crust in you. Do you like that one, Paddy?
0: Oh, especially after doing so shit in the first two rounds. The the frustration of him slamming the table and everybody kind of stopped and looking around, going, Angry German in the corner. Yeah. anyway it turns out that what have we got I've just had a, got a big shout out as well to Freya before we wrap up this Freya is sneaking along she's hanging up
1: there third and fourth every week so uh, go the vegans how many times do you think they said vegan on tonight's show twice I counted four times
0: <laughs> alright okay right I do so- voiceover I'm so happy that, um yeah, they're not shoving it down. There's no agenda there. So um I, I I like how she's going. So I think Lizzie and Freya are really growing on me. I'm I'm really liking them. It just just, um, I hope they do Lizzie. well.
1: Lizzie. Oh my goodness. Her hog roast. And so they come over to her and they're, you know, they ask about the ingredients and she says, you know, I can't do her voice because I would do it an injustice of trying to mimic it. I love her voice. But she said that she uses condensed milk. Um, condensed in this. milk. Like,
0: <laughs> you, you say what she says and I'll see, can I do it? So what did she say?
1: She uses condensed milk in her coffee and people say it's going to kill her.
0: Condensed milk in me coffee? But that sounds actually gorgeous. That actually sounds gorgeous. I'm, I'm going to actually try that, try that.
1: Well, it means you don't have to put in sugar, really, but she's got a really sweet tooth. But Lizzie, when she... So she's bringing up her beautiful um, pig that kind of looks like it's been barbecued. And um, she comes out with the best stories, but just randomly just throwaway line and she's like yeah you know I um, had a pet pig called Susie and she died and I like, "Oh, how'd she die she <laughs> slipped on ice <laughs>
0: how does
1: a pig slip on ice and then die they're quite it's close really to the ground
0: because they were not wearing the proper uh, ice skating boots you know, everybody knows that it's very difficult to put ice skate boots onto a pig simple um, that's why it died
1: My other favorite line, there was a few favorite lines. So um, Maggie went up with her um, showstopper and Paul, you know, was being, I think, a bit cocky. And he goes, you know, what were you doing for four and a half hours of work? And she goes, it was for me. Like, well, not everybody's <laughs> a professional baker. Like, this woman's stressed out. I really um, thought
0: at that moment she was going to be gone there. But, like, to be fair to her, she made something decent and Rashika made a cage out of breadsticks. Now, come on, Rashika. Yeah, well, not hilarious for Rashika because we all know what happened to her. Bye-bye, Rashika. And who was our winner then this week?
1: Giuseppe! I did guess that. When he was saying what he was doing his five-a-day as his team for his 3D show, Stopping Milk Bread... I actually thought, boring. And then when he displayed it, I thought, yeah, it's OK. Like, it was beautiful. But I preferred so many other people's to his one. I mean, I thought Cristal Sunday Roast was a bit better. And I also really liked, uh, who's it? Oh, Amanda's Octopus. I thought that was, so, that for me was way more 3D. I mean, she got those legs in certain shapes. I've never seen Octopus's legs before, unless they're like cooked on my plate and dead.
0: Well, she did call it uh, it was her sexy puss and they all had nice long arms which represent her because she's a copper and the long arms of the law. So listen, we better wrap this up. We did have Giuseppe was our winner of the day and I think the reason in my mind, I think the reason that Gi- Giuseppe won it and not Christelle for her uh, gorgeous uh, uh, bake was that Paul Hollywood gave him the handshake at the start and they have to follow through and make him the winner that day. You can't receive a Hollywood handshake and not be Star baker in the day. Star baker.
1: This week is
0: Giuseppe. Hello, Neil. Neil, or no? Noah. Did you call your family and tell them? Uh, my wife was very happy. Yeah. When I told my mum, she was like, want the hell is Bake Off? That was our Bake Off, our third episode of the Bake Off this week. So um, what did you learn this week, Louise?
1: Well, Patty, I learned that Prue enjoys giving bread the kiss of life.
0: (laughs) Well, what I learned from, I think it was Lizzie. Oh, it was actually Amanda. What I learned this week was that girls who are pickers wear big knickers. Never knew that before in my life.
1: Not if they breastfeed. (laughs) (laughs) 500 calories a day, just saying. (laughs)
0: thank you Lou and thank you Bake Off thanks for listening to the Irish take on the Great British Bake Off tell a friend, family member or co-worker about this podcast, go on help spread the word and
1: make us number one
0: and if you could leave us a rating and a review as well as hitting that follow button it would be very much appreciated I'm Paddy Courtney, she's (laughs) Louise Lennox we're back again next week for another Bake Off review and even more Paul Hollywood slagging. New Scotland's Paul Hollywood, Mm, what flavour would irish take on the great british bake-off is produced by gordon hayden bye bye bake-off lovers chat to you all next week